Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you once again to the show. You know, in all my many years of, of playing RPGs, I know that there are several RPGs that are out there. You've got Dungeons & Dragons, Pathfinder, Basic Fantasy RPG, Labyrinth Lore, Dungeon Crawl Classics, you've got 13th Age, all these sword and board ones. But there are other genres that exist out there that are very interesting as well. You got Vampire the Masquerade, you got Call of Cthulhu, and you've got this one beauty that just recently uh, shown up on my radar, and that is Delta Green. And I gotta tell you, I got this thing in the mail today. It is a scenario for the Delta Green RPG. It's called A Victim of the Art, and it might be a scenario that I think we're gonna run, or I'm gonna run the other hard slingers through when we finish off with Hidden Shrine of Tomoakon. Um, if we're still using this virtual eye of destiny that we have here and still doing this via Zoom over the internet, uh, I think that this will serve, uh, serve us very well to use this particular uh, RPG. It doesn't include any minis or, or any... You could use complete theater of the mind, which is how we're doing our D&D sessions right now. And I think that uh, that might be the angle that we're going to go in uh, when this is all over. Uh, also, don't forget to check us out on our social media platforms. We have uh, our Facebook account, our Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And I gotta say that uh, of all the platforms, of all these social media platforms, I have to say that I really dislike Facebook. You know, it is such a divisive, hostile environment that for many. I mean, I try to always hold my tongue when I see somebody say something that, that is in direct conflict with my opinion on that platform because the only reason why I have these platforms is for World of Hard 20 podcast. I know that my name is attached to them, but it was the only reason why I they, they were brought into existence for my use is for the show. And when you get some idiot that likes to try to tell me how to run my show, I've got a major problem, and you know who you are. All that to be said, I don't even have to reply to the guy. In fact, this idiot wanted to friend me, and then he wants to add his unjustified two cents. Friends no longer. I dubbed thee unforgiven. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I hope everybody is enjoying the show so far. Remember, you can follow us on all those wonderful social media platforms. Don't forget to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast for as little as a dollar. You could really help the show out. And that was what one of the things that Knucklehead said about how much he thought a, a show should cost every month, which his figure is ridiculous. Anyways, stay so... Warm up your dice and top off your glasses. Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents Hidden Shrine of Tomoakon, Episode 5, Where the Fuego's the Exit. Christmas parties. And when you're done doing that, Eric, 
I'm going to need you to clean that toilet out, too. Somebody left some asparagus in there from last night. <laughs> oh. This might be a little cold at first, Doc, but... Uh... All right, so we're recording again now. I'm going to have to save that website for later. For later? For later. It actually got kind of dark in here. I need to uh, boost. Are you ready? Red eye. Eric, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Commodore 64 microphone. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted dungeon master, Brian, and with with me, the hard slingers. <laughs> yeah. He's already forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like a couple into these things already, and yeah. Dementia's setting in, man. You guys kept me waiting. Come on, hard slingers, let's hear you. <laughs> Blow the mics up. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Your lack of enthusiasm is going to get you booted out of this thing. <laughs> so, when we last left off, you guys had just finished fighting Tolokes Popolokas in his resting area. You came across a new ally, El Fuego, a tiefling of unknown abilities. And at the same time as his... Uh, as his as Tolokes Popolokas' final resting place came just avalanching down upon his his coffin and, and his body, it also managed to bury Cricket in the process. So you guys are now standing in the foyer of this of this entry, having been accessed by pushing in a large block. And what do you guys want to do? Did the rubble that uh, that fell? Did it completely cover Cricket from the from the upper chest upwards? Like all that's left is his lower back and his legs and stuff. Okay, uh, just tucked in just under a tucked pile in. of rock. Gave under him a pile of rock. Gave him a lullaby. <laughs> is it is it enough for me to see the bow that he had on him? You can see a portion of it. Uh, El Fuego would like to try to uh, salvage it from the rebel. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll your d20 straight up. 18. 8. You're able to salvage. All right. Uh, as he picks it up, he's like, I recognize this bow. Uh, it belonged to our elven friend. Uh, where did Cricket pick this up from? Probably the corpse of your elven friend. Corpse? So you're saying they didn't make it? Uh, I don't think many people have. The four of us seem to be fairly lucky around here. That is a shame. I'll just, uh, strap the, uh, the bow onto my back as well. And then just say, uh, 
quick little prayer to hopefully send guidance for Cricket to find his path to the underworld. <laughs> the underworld. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you make it to hell, okay, Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fuck! I wouldn't want you to get lost. <laughs> oh shit, dude, that's funny. <laughs> so, now you managed to find um, a few items. Shit, where's my book at? When you guys were going through the uh, through that coffin, you remember those things? Uh, I El Fuego has a jar of powder in his possession. He does. This one had. Um, wait, I think I have bracers. You yeah. Yes. And someone had, uh, I forgot who took them. I think um, Brom. I had the bat. Brom has the bat amulet and the mask. Okay. okay. So the amulet and the mask. You guys want to do any time looking at those things, or you just want to assume they're worth something and put them on, or put them in your backpack? What do you guys want to do with those items? Right, now, personally, do we think we're in a safe enough spot to rest for a little bit? Yeah. Well, right now, you guys are in that that foyer that has those six urns. But okay. as far as any other troubles that may come up and down this way, really only El Fuego might have a heads up as to what brought them to this position, what, you know, why he was where he was, um, what happened to the rest of his group, however big his group was. Yeah. Um, I believe this might be one of the safer rooms now. Um, as you could tell, it appears that my other companions did not make it through. This bow belonged to an elven friend, like I said, that was with us. What was his name? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know my pain. You're right. Oh boy. Damn it. <laughs> we just called him Amigo. <laughs> <laughs> Lunes. <laughs> Lunes. And the other one was Monday Marte. the Elf. <laughs> <laughs> and Sabado the Tiefling. <laughs> um, since your uh, fellow companion himself has fallen, uh, might I be a good addition to join you guys to continue on? Uh, we were searching for the shrine ourselves. Uh, I'll look to the other two other two members of the party, see where they look thinking. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. And we, we lost one, might as well replace it with another. Should ask him how and fast this one has is. a Latin flair. Right. <laughs> ask him how I... fast he is in case you have to outrun him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> What's your 30, speed? 30, 30 feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, El Fuego wants to actually examine uh, the jar that he has of powder. Okay. Uh, would you want me to make an investigation? Uh, make or an arcana medicine? check. Arcana? Okay. Or, or medicine, either one. Let me just pull up my sheet real quick. I'm going to roll medicine for it, which isn't great. It is... Uh, 14. 14. It looks like it's a medicinal medicine that's that's been 
rendered to a powder form, but you're uncertain what kind of medicinal uh, concoction it may be. You probably wouldn't know until you put it back into a solution. Okay. Adric, as far as you know, um, or whoever asked whether or not this was a safe place, this is probably about as, as safe as it's going to get to rest for a short while. Mm-hmm. Probably not long enough for a, a full-on eight-hour-long rest or whatnot. Okay. I personally just wanted to take a short rest. Short rest works for me. Um, there was something else that I remember from last time. Can't remember what you said it was. I know. Uh, I think it was El Fuego and maybe Adric that took some kind of damage. Oh yeah, you're talking the about necrotic the, damage. The necrotic damage. damage. Okay. Yes. Now. All day long at work today, all day, nine hours. You could listen to the last episode. You chose. <laughs> what? You didn't listen to the last episode. Oh, I listened to it a while back, but I couldn't oh, okay. remember what the, what the Honestly, word was. Honestly, I, I think it all was was necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, I don't, it's not something that uh, just hangs on to you. You know, it's not reoccurring. Oh, okay. It's something you have to make a save for. Some people are more susceptible. Some people are more resilient to certain damaged types. I was wondering if there was, um, if it was removed by a spell. That's what I was trying to get at. Cause I couldn't remember what it was called, necrotic damage, but. Yeah, but it. it's not ongoing though. So you okay. just took it. Like if you were more uh, susceptible to that. Um, I think you started about the maximum hit point reduction. Yes. Oh that's yeah, okay. Um, sorry, didn't realize that. Uh, that is ongoing until you take a long rest. Oh, okay. Until that, that you remains, take a long rest. Yeah, until you take a long rest, it stays where it's at. All right. Sorry, well, I didn't realize case. what you were talking about. Okay. Maybe I should have listened to the last episode. You should listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> I have to. All right. So, uh, everyone good for taking a short rest here? Yes. I prefer a long rest, but... I prefer a long rest, but... Yeah. If we don't think it's safe, is what it is. Uh, long rest would actually be beneficial for everyone. Uh, would it? How many, how many elves do we got? Zero. That doesn't help. Doesn't help? Short rest is one hour. Trance is four hours. To say if we take a long rest, we have someone. Uh, you mean t- t- uh, taking watch? Yeah, for at least four of the hours. Did you get anything back on long rests? Did, uh, has... A curtain, you probably use some spells. Probably, uh, uh, he used his invisibility spell. I could stay, I could get maneuvers back. Oh, but okay, I'm pretty, low, I'm pretty low on health, so I just <laughs> have to use a lot of a uh, hit die. Got it, got it. You yeah, know, what, real, I didn't, I didn't well, know the maneuvers were long rest. I can actually help with that then. Being a new member of the group, I will actually like to be able to aid everyone and I will cast handy not handies (laughs) (laughs) plural at second level (laughs) I'm just trying to see if I could do it to multiple 
if it's healing word or cure wounds. Healing words, I think, is multiple people. Healing words is multiple? I think. I'm not seeing it as multiple. Uh, I you think know, healing word is one person, bonus action. One, one thing we forgot to actually do, um, because we had to redo episode one of this thing, I don't think the listeners have any idea what race and class all of you are. Oh, <laughs> let alone your name. I mean, sorry, listeners. Uh, actually, I will probably release that as a uh, as a non-canon episode because I think it'd be kind of cool to see how things kind of went awry. But uh, starting around, uh, Adric, why don't you tell us who you are? Yeah. Um, so Adric is a half elf warlock. He's a hex uh, hexblade warlock. Uh, and his patron is the Raven Queen. Kjartan. Uh, Kjartan is a dragonborn uh, sorcerer. Um, what color? I don't even know the actual background. We're just trying to find this shrine. What color are you? Like skin? Sure. Gale. Sure. Uh, <laughs> green. Your what? Gales and everything. Green. Green. Okay. Brom. Brom is a Hildor soldier, soldier of fortune, uh, coming out looking for adventure, and uh, is a fighter. El Fuego. El Fuego. El Fuego is a tiefling cleric who prays to the god Lath Handler. Is that how it's pronounced? Doesn't sound like it. Is it Lathander? No. Lathander? 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 L-A-L-A-T-H-A-N-D-E-R. Lathander? Lathander? Where's Where'd you get that? That extra uh, syllable? Well, that was going to say that deity. <laughs> oh. Is that the player's handbook? Yeah. Okay. Well, you could, then. You, well, you could uh, educate the rest of your group, perhaps hand out some pamphlets. That's right. Uh, Take a tie from word. everybody. Lathander <laughs> is back. <laughs> so, you guys wish to take a long rest, short rest in this little area? What do you want to do? You guys want to take a long one? I guess we can try to push for it. I'm I'm perfectly fine with the short rest. I could boost uh, some of you guys up, but it will be very minimal if you yeah. guys want to take a long rest it'll probably be more beneficial yeah I'm practically... i'll leave it to the fate of the dice whatever you guys want to do how you guys want to roll off some of you are in favor of a short rest some are in favor of a long rest who's in favor of a short rest i'm the only okay. one i think i get everything who's in favor I... of a long rest let's take a long rest yeah okay one of you three roll against adric huh? rom <laughs> All right. Great off. It looks like I'm outvoted. I don't think we What do you want to do? Want to take a long rest then? Yeah, if I'm outvoted. Okay. I'm not uh, I'm not going to sweat long or short rest. Okay. So you guys want to take a long rest then? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As a tank, I definitely need a long rest. Okay. 
you guys find yourself in this this uh was it 15 by 20 room with these urns that you have already opened you've got the rubble to the south you've got the opened stone to the north do you guys want to set up a, a century or you guys all just want to say fuck it and lay down what do you guys want to do Um, well, for a long rest, it can be longer than eight hours, right? Minimum of eight, yeah. So you can go longer. So we can it has do to be 12 and have someone, at least one person, take a watch. Okay. Now yeah, has... we, do, we, can do, we can just do four watches of two hours each, can't we? You can, and still get it in. All right. So if we can so do if that, we can, if we have a reason to do twelve, we can do twelve. We're just, okay. I think we can do the whole watch stuff with um with an eight though. Okay. So who's going to set up the first watch? Uh, El Fuego would take the first watch. Second. Braun. Third. Uh, I'll take the third one. Okay. So you guys all settle in on the stone floor. It's cold. A lot of uh, stone dust still milling about the air as well as this uh amber hue that's been going about hanging out in the whole area the first two hours go by go ahead and make a uh make a an investigation check el fuego okay or perception check give me one second sorry Yeah, that's going to be good. 19. 19. You don't hear or see anything, but you guys all take one point of poison damage from the hue, from this air. Brom, you were next, correct? Go yes. and make a Go and make a perception check on your, on your watch. 15. 15. Again, you don't hear anything other than the trickling of water. And everybody takes two points of poison damage from the air. After your two hours end, you go over, you wake up, Adric. Adric. Okay, I rolled a... What do I add to this? Oh, I rolled a unnatural 20. A natural 20. You hear skittering about in the hallway to the west by the door that led you into the original hallway of, of this whole area. You hear it ticking along. And then it comes closer to where the stone cutout was. And then mm -hmm. fades back towards the west. And you guys take another two points of poison damage. Okay. Kjartan. Adric wakes you up. I need you to make a perception check as well. Uh, that is a 14. 14. Your watch goes unmolested. And you guys take another point of poison damage. You guys wake up. You don't feel extremely rested, although you do feel like you have the majority of your powers back. But the air in this, in this temple is really starting to to be difficult to aerate through your lungs. 
we need to get out of here and fast. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spend Slept too many better places. It's hard to breathe in here. Um, so should I assume we're at full health minus six? Yes, minus the points that you took while you guys were trying to sleep. So, what would you guys like to do? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I'll start making my way back to um, the main hallway. Okay. So you go past that false door or... Yeah, whatever. it's just, it's just a stone that you that had been pushed into the yeah. room that you were in. So you could either go to the east or to the to the west. You know, to the west leads back to that large room with that uh, giant conch shell monster and the the crayfish. You are unfamiliar with what is further to the east, though. I'll make my way to the block that was pushed in, like back to. Um, we have to look east or west. I'm looking east and just waiting for my companions. Okay. Give me your marching order, guys. Uh, I'll follow after Brom. Okay. Um, I will go after El Fuego. Okay, El Fuego, you follow Brom out into the main hallway. And he looks as though he's uncertain whether to go to the west or to the east. Now, you know which direction you came from, though. And you had originally came from around the corner that's to the east. Okay. Uh, you know, the only thing I don't remember was if that collapse blocked off the room. Because I know there was a collapse, but I don't know if it blocked off the room or not. Yeah, there were stairs that led upwards that when you scattered from the rest of your group and you wound up down this hallway, you didn't see the, the hidden doorway. You just kept going east. Then you made the, the left going north. You saw some stairs. And then the whole ceiling just collapsed down on you. So whether or not it, it covered the whole staircase, you're not certain at this point. You just know that you were caught under the avalanche of all these rocks coming down on you. Okay. I'll uh, lean over to Brahm and be... Well, uh, mi amigo... Uh, I came from the east side, and uh, not before, the west side. <laughs> <laughs> but before I was able to clear Thanks, passage, Bish. the uh, the ceiling collapsed on me. Uh, we might be able to clear some of the rubble or go over it, but I believe there might have been some doors on the other end. Why were you heading that way? In I general, was, or was that just the way? That's the way I, I ran for my life. Uh, I don't know if I set a trap or if just because me being there caused the disturbance and the fault of the actual room to collapse. Oh. It's worth taking a look at. Um... I'll turn around and ask Adric and Kyrton, uh so we want to go back to Crabman or do we want to come the way El Fuego came? As hospitable as that Crabman was, uh, I'd much rather make progress than the Crabman said to come this way to get out of this temple. 
Right yeah. now, that's my priority. I think we should go towards where El Fuego was. Which way do you want to go, Kiartan? Uh, to where El Fuego was, by the, where the rebel is. Okay. So, so Brom, Brom are you gonna lead the way? Sorry, I gotta look at my map here. Okay, so you guys go back down the hallway towards the east for about 20 feet, and you see that it turns to the north. Now, this hallway is still 10 feet wide. Even when it turns to the north, it's still 10 feet wide. And you see basically what's left of a set of staircase, a set of stone steps that lead upwards. There's about three or four steps that are un unmolested by all the rubble that had come down, but you see that there are larger stones and whatnot that seem to pile up towards the ceiling, basically blocking off that that avenue from what you can tell from at this point. Wow. And that, by the way, that's about 30 feet away from you. I guess you weren't lying. It looks like the ceiling collapsed in here. I guess, uh, should we try and move some of this rubble out of the way? I think that would be a good idea. Um, also, Brian, did you send us a link of that hallway? I did. Would you like me to send it one more time? Yeah, because I'm going through our messages, but i just having a hard time finding which room it was exactly okay. give me a half a moment here to uh go through them all uh is this one right here okay did you get it yeah perfect you'll see it's about 30 feet from your current position and then as the stone steps start to lead up, it starts to get congested with rubble. And then the rubble actually gets bigger into boulders. And then, sorry, did we enter from the... You're coming at it from the south. From the south, okay. Yeah, that one spot that's against the southern wall that looks like a door, that was that stone wall that you guys had pushed in. Okay. Further to the west, at that other door, that's the single door of the 10 foot wide that leads back into the mud room where that large stone uh, creature is at. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. Okay. Perfect. Woo. I just right. drained oh. a flask into that fucker. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Um, let's see. Other than manhandling it, is there as we're by the rubble can i look at the floor and see if there's any uh markings or anything maybe like kind of figure out el fuego just wants to figure out if he actually like set off a trap or if the collapse was just because the temple's old okay go ahead and roll with advantage because you were already down at this end of the of the passageway yeah. So roll an investigation. Okay, investigation, that will be... Twenty-four. Twenty-four. It doesn't look like you set anything off. 
by stepping on some kind of a pressure plate or whatnot. Although you do know that from when you first entered this this area that there were pressure plates around. Um, but this appears to have, have avalanched down upon you just from being rickety, just from the, uh, the integrity of the hallway and the ceiling just being that brittle. Okay. Brom, what would you like to do at this point? Uh, I'm going to staircase. You're going to what? Uh, up the staircase. Go up the staircase? Yeah, where all the rubble is. Just start, uh, start checking out all the rubble. Seeing, use my stone cunning to see if I could tell um, if this was a trap or like if this rubble was basically this rubble was carved on purpose to be like a fail save or trap oh like a deadfall okay yeah yeah are you actually moving the stones about or are you just like kind of checking no just just using my stone cutting to look at them okay go and make your uh investigation make it with advantage too because you're a dwarf right yeah so i get i get plus two to my roll okay make it with advantage anyways Okay. That is 15. 15. You don't see that they're like El Fuego. You don't see any pressure plates. And the type of, of rubble that is there and the boulders are just jagged and whatnot. It, if they were drugged someplace for a, for a deadfall, they, were just, they weren't machined or, or carved. It looks as though they were just probably brought from a quarry if that were the case. But you can't tell because you can't see the ceiling, so you don't know if if the ceiling, if this is the ceiling that's now blocking the passageway. Does that make sense? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I, just, I wanted to see if it were purposely cut or if it was just all jagged pieces falling. Yeah, they just like totally jagged pieces, but you can't tell if they were shattered from whatever El Fuego had done. Right. So, so oh, while I'm waiting for my other companions, I'm just going to, some of the smaller rocks, just start kicking them out of the way. Okay. Kjartan, what would you like to do at this point? Um, I don't think there's much I can do, like, like a magic or like a spell sort of stuff. So I think I'm just going to try to walk over to the rubble and see if I can just move some of the smaller boulders out of the way, just kind of toss them aside. Okay. Adric, what would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to assess and see how long I think it would take to clear out this this stairway. What are you doing to assess that? Um, I guess uh, as some, based on how long it's taking the other people to move the rubble that they are moving and how much rubble I assume would have had to be there to fill this thing up. Okay. I get an estimate of how long it'll take. Okay. So you're watching them, El Fuego, you're watching them. Kjartan, as you, uh, sorry, Brahm, as you're moving these stones around, you see another lot comes down from the ceiling and you take three points of damage as more stones come down. And Kjartan, you take the same amount as well. And you notice that more of these stones begin to dislodge and descend from the hole that's that's above as it just... Basically filling up even more of the hallway. 
Well, perhaps this might be a dead end now, guys. That fucking crab, he told us this was the way. In El Fuego, you took a shit ton of damage when you got just buried under this thing. But from what you can recall, you saw stairs leading up to where you don't know, but they were not blocked at the time. As soon as you hit those stairs, whatever, the whole area started to rumble and shake, and the whole thing just let loose above you. and just You woke up. You don't know if it was minutes later or hours later, maybe even days later. Concussion. <laughs> well, Should we this go back? seemed like the right way, even though Mr. Krabby said it was. Well, I didn't have the pleasure of talking to the crab, but I'm certain I saw stairs and doors that led up to somewhere if you said you spoke to the crab and he said this is the way he would probably know best uh other than getting around all this stone that's fallen we, have, we can ask I, him again see if there's another way around before we do that do we want to what what do the walls look like are they just all solid stone or they're all they have a white um almost like a covering on them they've been saturated with moisture for who knows how long uh you can see portions of the stone beneath the white stucco but they just they look evenly hewn out of the of the ground that you're in So nothing like another door that could be hidden behind the wall or hidden in the wall. Um, you tell me what you want to do, what you want to look for. Uh, I would like to do a survival check to see if there's um, any difference I could see with the, the moisture and mildew on the now, wall. Now, based on the picture I sent you, tell me where you would like to make that check and assume that you're on the bottom step of that of those ones that are at the the northern end of that corridor assume you're at the bottom of that and tell me okay. where you would like to look okay so let's say for make it easy for everyone if we break it up into like four areas so i'm at the bottom of the stairs by the stairs right yes so we do that first half is area one area two goes back toward the turn Three is before the door to the south. Is that south? That's south, yes. Yeah. And then the last part is leading back to the crab person, right? Oh, okay. That sounds so great. So you want to break it up that way, four areas? Sure. And um, I'll tell you so what, I'll I'm, let you do whatever you do for investigation. I'll make it for both sides of the corridor, not like do one side and then do the other. Yeah, you know, so just, yeah just like, like little circles. We got four little circles. Sure. So I'm sure. going to be area one by the stairs. Okay, go ahead and make your roll. Twelve. Twelve. So are you pushing on the wall? Or are you just investigating the wall? What are you doing? Um, I am uh, just looking at the wall. And then if I see any places where that white plaster is missing, I kind of brush it or blow okay. on it to see if there's 
you see that some of the some of the plaster is starting to crack off this stucco and you scrape it away and whatnot but you it doesn't doesn't reveal anything other than the stone beneath it you look at to the uh to the west side do the same thing you don't see anything and in your little quadrant you don't see anything but you notice your hands start to tingle a little start to get kind of irritated from having touched the the wall it's full of fiberglass fuego where you're checking the next portion go ahead yeah. and make your roll all right that is we're making investigation yes tell me that how you're is. investigating tell me what you're doing uh 21 looking for any abnormal cracks in the wall any instant uh any abnormal patterns of any kind maybe something that doesn't match up to the rest of the Okay, tell me how you're feeling about the wall. What are you using? What are you doing? Uh, just my fingers my, pinch. Yeah, something bit me. Uh, just my eyes. I mean, I don't think, unless I find something interesting, then I guess I'll try to clear it up with my hand. Okay. Um, you see that certain areas are starting to, to bulge out, and as you flake them away, you notice that they're just... Uh, moisture pockets that are caught beneath the stucco themselves so as you flake them away you see that there's more stone behind it you look to the to the west and you notice that right at that corner area that you see some more of those little bubblish motions you flake them away and you see it's just stone as well okay. after a few moments your hands start to, to tingle and itch as well which one of you are taking the hallway opposite of the the lair of Tolokas, Adric or Kjartan? Uh, I like to take that one. Okay. Go ahead and make it with advantage against the northern wall and tell me mm -hmm. how you're going to investigate this. Oh, uh, hard 20. Okay, the hard 20. Uh, and I was going to use my hands. I had decided before Eric, we found out what happened to Eric, so. Okay. You notice that at the lower portion that there is more, uh, bubbling aspects to this to this wall you flake the stucco off and you you're thinking well maybe there's a door opposite this door so you, you get up to about three feet and then it just gets hardened and then you realize that well it's it's not another secret passage it's just more of the stucco falling off from the moisture and it, your hands as well start to uh tingle in itch kjartan you have the portion that's closest to the door uh, when I try to cast Mage Hand and kind of do the wiping okay. by that instead of having to use my own hand. Go ahead and make it with advantage. Okay. Advantage. Someone else's hand and doing the dirty work. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else give me a hand. Uh, that was 16. 16? Your Mage Hand goes across, finds a couple bubbled areas. It flakes them off. You see that it's nothing but stone. It moves to the other side and you flake that off too. And uh, you notice that, that there's nothing hidden there at all. Hold on a second. But because you use that spell in a very ingenious way, Oh, yeah. There is your gold doubloon for this episode. 
Go ahead and mark that down on your character sheet, Kjartan. Hopefully you don't die. Bevmo me that. Good job with that. (laughs) And as you guys are all standing in that hallway, you guys all take one point of poison damage as, again, you feel this, this dragging of this air in your lungs. What would you like to do? We haven't found another way out. I'd like to leave this hallway. I guess I'm closest to the door by the, the crab man, so I'm just gonna open it and just, just walk inside. You open the door and you see the large crab is kind of wandering around in its large room. Just kind of almost as though it's just methodically moving about. You see the behind it is something swimming in the mud. You probably remember that as being that large crayfish. And as the door creaks open, they kind of stop and, and angle their you assume they're they're forward portions in your direction. Afoy goes hanging back a little. <laughs> okay, so I I talk to them and say like, is is there is there another way to get around here? Um, it seems the stairs are blocked off right now. You, you see anything? the the crab kind of lean up a little, the large beast, and say. What the fuck you want? I told you a long time ago. That is the only way out. That is the way that I fell down into this area and I wound up here. What more you want? Well, I, I don't know to south. I don't know to west, but... Uh... Uh, okay. As you throw your hands up, it throws up a couple of legs in the same gesture. <laughs> Look, for all I know, <laughs> for all I know, the the staircase was there last time. I don't know why it's not there. He's saying that you can't get up staircase no longer. It's completely blocked off with rubble and stone. With rubble? It wasn't that way before. I saw some red-skinned man go that way. And you telling me the staircase is no longer <laughs> there? I'm just kidding, man. Yeah, the horns, the tail, <laughs> running, scared. His <laughs> boyfriend's over there. I got half his arm still sitting in, in tank over here. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> <laughs> what is the rest of friends? I only see you. They're somewhere back here in this hallway. I don't know. Hmm, cowards, of course. Well, what more you want from me? I, I can't tell you more. Do you know what's in the air? Like, we seem to be being affected by it. It seems to be hurting us, or? The air? Yeah. Uh, it smells like temple. Temple will always smell this way. Okay. Sparky, you recognize air? You see the crayfish kind of come up above the mud line and sink back down. No, Sparky don't know, no. Sparky know nothing. I don't know. Nothing in there that hasn't been there already. Ask if he knows a way to open that central door. Who's asking back there? Who back there asking? 
No one. <laughs> no, I'll come up. Do you know a way to open that northern door? With this stairway blocked. Uh, northern door have been blocked for many, many days. Many, many birthdays, in fact. Uh, the only way I know go out is is to to east to that where the door you at now. But long time ago, I go to I go to west, but I was told to not go west no more. So I was gonna I stay in big room. What's to the west? Who told you not to go there? The Lord. Lord told me not come to the west no more. I don't go west no more. Which lord? The landlord? Lord lord? <laughs> Look, all I know is lord of temple say, don't go this way no more or I'll boil you. And I taste good with butter, so I'm told, so I don't go west no more. So west it is. <laughs> Brom, you're hearing all of this. <laughs> What would you like to do? What are you thinking? Uh, well, I'm thinking um, we obviously can't go to the north. We've tried that. East is blocked off. South is where we came from. Mm -hmm. West is the only way we can go, but the crab guy's afraid of it. And we're not. That could be a ruse to keep the crab there. Yeah. Well, we're also a little bit afraid of crab guys, so whatever scares him should scare us. Yeah. Well, he's afraid of being, it sounds like being boiled alive, basically. I'm afraid of being boiled alive. I wouldn't say that's mutual. I was going to say, we're all the same thing. I don't mind the heat so much. <laughs> okay. El, El Fuego <laughs> can go first and tell us how it is. Well, as long as your uh, crab friend over there doesn't try to eat me in the process. Where are you at, El Fuego, by the way? Uh, like, behind have, the door. Have, I haven't, have you like, made yourself I'm, known yet? No, I'm just kind of like in the back behind uh, Kiartan and whoever else is by the door. <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole reason why I was down here to begin with. Mm-hmm, yeah. Kiartan, what would you like to do? Um, yeah, like Brom said, we don't really have many options, so uh, I'm just going to announce, like, okay, well, if you're afraid to go down to the west, I'm going to try it. Wait, you, you're calling me a coward? I'm not afraid to go to west. I just don't want to go west no more. Sure, okay. Um, I'm going to go anyways. Well, fine. Sparky fine. and I, we don't care. You go that way anytime you want to. Okay, I'll go now. We'll go that way now, then. Mm. <laughs> Alright, so now I'll try to work my way through the mud towards uh, uh, the door in the west. So, now you know that there's a little island in the center of this mud room, and you have to go west. So, you, do you go south and west, or do you go north and west? Uh, probably north and west. Okay, north and west. Now, do the rest of you guys follow along this line? Oh, I'm following shortly. Yeah, I'm gonna follow the same line. Okay. As you guys make your way 
you see that there is a door in an alcove against the western wall. El Fuego, make a uh, a perception check with advantage. By the way, you notice that the, the crab and the crayfish are watching you the whole time. All right. Oh, not good. Uh, 12. 12? You see a red-looking object sticking out of the mud in the western area. More towards the, the southwest of that room. Okay. You see something glinting in the light from this as well. That's all you could really tell. What? What is, is that over there? It's. It's looks like something shiny. Adric, oh, you should know exactly what this, this is. Hmm? You should know exactly what this is. The red shiny thing. No, the red object that's probably about two and a half feet long with some shiny thing at the end of it oh it's uh it looks like does it look like a staff looks like an arm like a red-skinned arm because <laughs> didn't weren't you the one that threw the tiefling's body into the mud no, no that, that was, was uh that was cricket. <laughs> that was oh cricket. shit Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Retcon. <laughs> Cricket, make an observation check from beyond the grave. <laughs> from the underworld. Well, I guess I would have, I mean, I should have noticed Cricket throw that in there, so I, I guess it's fair to say that I should, should notice that. <laughs> okay, so as you guys are making your way, El Fuego, you notice that this, this object is sticking out of the mud slightly. Uh, can I walk closer towards it, even though I was following close pursuit in line with everyone? Yeah, as you start to move south uh, southwest towards this object, you notice that the crayfish has left this large creature and kind of moved um, northwest, almost on a on an intercept course as you get closer to it. Okay. Um... But as you draw closer to it, you notice it say. looks like an arm, and the the what you're seeing uh, gleaming is a ring on a finger, and you recognize this as being a tiefling arm. Diego, no. <laughs> uh, I've all dashed towards the uh, the arm, okay, and try to like pull the body out, the arm and body out, like. Maybe he's stuck in the mud. Well, as you pull it, you notice it's just it's just laying on top of it. It's been severed just above the elbow. You see the crayfish start moving towards you, pause, turn to the left, and see a full-size red-skinned body and actually go towards that and start picking it apart. And you notice that this body is missing its, uh, its right arm below the bicep. I'll... Uh traumatized by pulling just the arm up i am going to just take the whole arm with me 
okay. and and <laughs> run back to the the group. Oh. Just out of just pure shock, I I'm just holding onto the arm, thinking of poor Diego being shredded. <laughs> Diego, what was the name of the elf again? Amigo. Amigo. Um, no, amigo. no. Well, it was uh, Martes. No, it was Lunes. Oh, Lunes. <laughs> <laughs> we got Lunes and and Diego. Okay. So I you guess guys make Mio. it. You guys make it to the door in the alcove. Kjartan, you made it first, followed by Brom and Adric, and then El Fuego, you brought up the rear with this. You're holding an arm in your hand. As you guys turn around, making sure that everybody is there with you, you see El Fuego's got this, this fucking arm, and on one of, the, one of the fingers is a ring. But you have the door. What would you like to do? El Fuego wants to go through the door. Well, El Fuego's behind three other men. He's he's That's rushing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the front he, of this train? Uh, I, I guess Kjartan, I think. Kjartan. But as he goes, El Fuego comes up. Is that? Where did you find that arm? I found it in the mud. Why do you have it? I have it because this arm belongs to my brother, Diego. He was with us. So you're just going to carry around a decomposing arm with you? That was not the purpose. I I panicked when I saw your other friend in the mud. I was fearing for my life. He already ate my brother. Last thing I wanted to be is another a derb for him. <laughs> Or d'oeuvre? Or d'oeuvre for him. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's how we say it in the tiefling country. That's right. <laughs> Adric, what would you like to do? You've got the door in front of you. you got El Fuego behind you with a fist uh, in his hand. I'll try and open the door. See if I can push oh. it open. Okay, it opens relatively easily. You notice that as you as you pull it open, a lot of the mud sloshes down with you, goes in about 10 feet or so past your everybody's ankles and kind of just settles at that point. And you notice that it looks like the hallway, which is still 10 feet wide, goes about 25 feet. And then you see stone steps that descend downwards. And from where you are, it almost looks as though there's a, uh, there's a lintel for a doorway. This doesn't appear to be the right direction. I, I certainly didn't want to go further down into this temple. But if we have no other way to go, perhaps we must go down to go up? Yeah, possibly. Brom, I start nudging people from the back. <laughs> El Fuego's pushing to make his way, bitch slapping people with the, his brother's arm. <laughs> so you guys move through the mud, clear it. You notice that the rest of this area is, is still got that heavy, thick air in it. You notice that the walls here are just as, as slimy and, and gross with moisture. 
And you see that as you guys get about 15 feet into the hallway, you can see more of the hallway in front of you. And you see that about at about 10 feet, these stone steps lead down and you could see another stone doorway. Okay. Well, before we get to the door stone way, uh, as soon as Elfuego... <laughs> the door stone way. Oh, the, the whatever. Stone door. Stone door. Uh, as soon as Elfuego gets to a uh, comfortable area where he's no longer in the mud pit, he would actually like to remove the ring off Diego's finger and and place the, the arm down. Okay. Um, he'll he'll slide the ring on his finger at this at this time. And you remember your brother getting this from your father being the eldest son of the clan. And it had been passed down from father to son, father to elder son, father to elder son. And and you remember that he called it a plus one ring of protection. Wow. I guess I just got promoted to older son. That's right, second <laughs> lieutenant. Son. You're a real butter bar. <laughs> that's, right. that's one way to maneuver your way up the hierarchy of a family. You kill the oldest brother. I didn't I'm kill him. Son. He died. Lot it out it out. Now you guys still have those items that uh that you gathered out from Popolokas. So anytime you guys want to spend time. Can I have spend time during the short rest or I guess during my watch to Yeah, if you want treasures? to, sure. Go ahead and make a uh ring a bell. Uh and it's Arcana? Yes. Uh I got a seventeen. Seventeen? Take a half a moment here. Uh, where the fuck is that at? I know that they're, uh, I think they're bracers of protection. Yes, oh, I'm sorry, bracers of defense is okay. what they are. So when we're done tonight, go ahead and look up what those are and decide if you want to wear those. Now, yeah. um, there was also a ring that you guys had pilfered off of him as well. Did someone take the ring? I didn't take it. I Kjartan, only know I took the uh, the, the jar. You took yes. the jar. Kjartan, you took the, the two other waxed, sealed, um, whatchamacallits, right? The, the little um, beakers or test tubes, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. You know that those were uh, potions of invisibility, but I think only one of them was good. The other one was broken. Okay. And I think that was, if nobody took the ring, I don't know. I thought somebody had grabbed the ring as well. No, um, Brom has the amulet and mask. Okay. Those have no uh, arcana value whatsoever but they are worth something and you would have to take those uh the mask has a 200 gold piece value and the pendant is worth 50 gold pieces but it sure does look cool <laughs> that's right wear that in bed btk 
Um, real quick on the, I was able to recover that bow from Cricket's dead body. Yes, that is a uh, plus one bow. A plus one bow. Okay. And who grabbed the dagger and the sword? From oh, from. Uh, I think I got the sword. That is a plus one long sword. Okay. And there was a dagger as well. I don't know who grabbed the dagger. It could have been. Was it all on the same person? Yes, it was all on the same person. Okay, then I took both. That would have been a plus one silver dagger. Got it. Okay. So I'm going to assume that during the time that you guys had your rest, that you guys were actually inspecting the items that you had looked at. And you know that these things... Um, Kjartan, you had the potion, right? That was powdered? Or no? No, that was... Uh, El Fuego. El Fuego. No. El Fuego, okay. And you didn't do anything uh, else with that? Okay. No. We didn't... I want to take a look at the um, mask as well. Was that anything? It doesn't have any uh, arcana value other than it looks as though it was a ceremonial death mask for burial, as well as all his other attire that you recall, but you don't know what that jade pendant does. It, it, you've never seen something like that before. All right, so make, a re, make a religion check, actually. On the necklace? On the pendant, yes. Oh, the pendant. Not good. Not good? Not good. Yeah, you, you've never seen something like this, so you don't know if it was attire or if it belonged to some kind of a religious order. You're you're just not certain what this comes from or where it derived from or why he would have been buried with it, especially if he came back alive. I mean, that right there tells you something that maybe he was just sleeping for a very long time. You don't know. Does the death mask fit on my face as a dwarf? Yeah, yeah, it fit on anybody's face. You want to wear it? Yeah, I'm going to rock it. Okay. Right, spooky. That's crazy-ass shit. I like that. So from your position in the hallway, you know that, um, that that door is down a set of stone steps. I don't think I have a picture of that. I'd have to see, but I, I'm not really 100% certain. Uh, I do not have a picture of it. I am sorry. What would you like to do? Room still somewhat lit. Yeah, it's just got an eerie glow about it. It almost looks as though whatever is in the air, this this thick uh, golden yellow amber color is actually keeping whatever's going on illuminated. Does that make sense? It's almost like the air itself is luminous. Spooky. So we continue further down. Okay. You see that at the bottom of the stairs, there is a door. Single, double? It is a single door. Revolving? From up to down. <laughs> Give me one of those. <laughs> You see there is a door. 
Uh, is there any special markings on these on this door like we've seen in the past? Ironically, this door is plain. It just has a handle on your side. No glyphs or anything surrounding the nope. door? Okay. No glyphs at all. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> Easy, Akbar. Let's open it. I will open it. Okay. It appears to be held fast. Go ahead and make a strength check. Oh, God. I'm like the worst person to do this. Yeah, Cricket do it. Probably should. I got a 13. <laughs> 13. The door remains fixed. As Adric tries to open it, Braum will come up. And, ah, this is how it's done. Okay. Give it a shot, Braum. Oh, God. Uh, 13? 13. You are even worse than the half-elf weakling. I must have slipped running up here. <laughs> Kjartan. All right. I, I kind of push him aside. I was like, all right, I'll show you guys how it's done. Yeah. Bust some nut. All right. Here we go, sir. Uh, 13. 13? We got three 13s in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Fuego. Come on, Fuego. Uh, I want to try to open the door. Everyone's pushing on the door, right? Has anyone tried pulling on the door? <laughs> I'm assuming everyone's trying to pull on the door. Okay. I just said open. Yeah. Yeah, you said open. I'm not going to split hairs here, Lebowski. Right. Just trying. All right. So, El Fuego, being as little as he is, he's going to try to open the door as well. That is 15. 15. You are unable to do it as well. So what I want to do is I want to see who has, out of three of you, a combined strength of 32. Combined strength of 32? Mm -hmm. I have a 10. 10? I'm halfway there at 16. 16? Okay, um, that, so that's 26. 16 as well. Okay, right. so actually, Two of you. El Fuego and Brom could do this. Okay. So together, you guys grab this door handle, get your feet against the jam, and just pull this shit out of this door. You feel this grating sound just as stone grinds against stone. And as you open up, you just, you get this, your senses are just assaulted by this rancid, dank smell that comes from this room. You immediately see that the that this large room that the floor is blanketed with about two feet of shallow mud and water and the walls are just covered with this green this green slimy buildup i'm going to send you a picture of what this place looks like so when i describe it you uh you'll know exactly what i mean Who's standing in the front there? El Fuego. Fuego and Brom, right? Yep. You see that uh, partially buried in the mud are many overturned pedestals and pieces of broken statuary. 
as you look about, you notice that through the amber hue, there are through the thick air of this shit, you can just make out uh, this shadow draped ceiling that there are inlaid colored tiles depicting starry skies and forming strange patterns in the areas above these broken statues and, uh, and pedestals. In this 40 by 40 foot unusually shaped room, um, its corners seem to extend slightly away from the main body of this room, making them look as though they're antechambers. And it's in the northwest corner that you see a lone pedestal standing and atop of it, a small glimmering object. You see opposite the door you're in, another door. Did you guys get the picture by the way? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. So you guys are coming in from the Eastern area down the steps. Let's, let's go to the glimmering object. Anyone else want to go? Yes. Uh, how deep is this mud? You say you're like moving into it? Uh, I am. Uh, moving closer, yeah. As you move into it, you notice that the room starts to angle downwards. You get about 6 inches, 12 inches, 18 inches, 24 inches starts to stop about 24, 26 inches of this mud and water, just this stank coming about you. You notice that for some reason in this room itself, that thick air is really condensed in here as well. All right, so it's like two feet deep. Yeah, just a smidge over two feet deep. Okay. Do you see this glass of Woodford? It's two feet plus this. Oh, it's getting it's getting shallow. It's getting shallower. Yeah. It's oh getting God. shallower. You have nothing to worry about. <laughs> Let's just wait it out. Um, uh, <laughs> wait no, for the, eventually, he'll pass <laughs> out. The the water will drop down. We'll get to the other door. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, keep trudging my way towards that shiny shiny object on the pedestal. Okay. Make a perception check. Yeah. That is 22. 22, as you begin to move closer towards this shining object, you notice that what it is, you notice two things actually. One of them, first of all, is that the object appears to be about a four inch, three-sided silver pyramid. And as you look at it, something out of the corner of your eye catches your attention and you look to your left and just above the door opposite you, you notice that a portion of this putrid green slime begins to undulate. You see these pods begin to extend outwards from it and we'll roll for initiative next session. All right. Perfect. Who's going to die this time? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare to die, you motherfuckers. El Fuego Part 2.
Yeah. Well, we can't play Diego or Lunes. <laughs> <laughs> We're about Sabado. <laughs>